Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 9th of April, 2022. Come at the Crusty Neck Podcast. It is episode 168, Federal Budget and the Bullshit. That's right. Of course, Justin will let the balance, you know, let it balance itself, of course, his famous words, and Miss Freeland and her lovely new shoes for this epic, epic budget that's going to rob us all blind. Not wait for it. Federal Budget of Bullshit. All that and more come to the podcast. Please stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada. This is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. Viewer and listener discretion is advice. It's not meant for children. So, episode 168, federal budget and the bullshit, right? Federal budget of bullshit. What else can I say? You know, uh, my wife and I were sitting around watching uh, the budget there last Thursday. You know, I came home from work, tired, cranky, irritable, thinking that the budget wasn't really going to look that great. Considering the past two years, uh, the government has spent roughly $100 billion on the COOF COVID issues. And it doesn't really show because there are a lot of masks that were missing, a lot of, uh, how do you say, programs ceased. <clears throat> pardon me it's been a long day and uh, just it, nothing just didn't really seem right because you know, look at the amount of business owners and people that lost their jobs people that were um, told to go home people that were told to work at home and the amount of businesses that were closed up and businesses that went belly up and jobs that came and went um, where did that hundred billion go exactly so I'm mean, just going through some articles here online ladies and gentlemen and there's a lot of speculation on where the money went to we can all say it went to China. We can all say it went to here, went to there. Uh, more or less, it didn't really go to the Canadian people. Um, because this country is in debt. Now, I'm not an economist. I never said I was, never claimed to be. But I know enough that if I have money, I put it away. Which I did before the pandemic. Okay. And so did a lot of my other veteran friends and other neighbors and family members, what have you. And then this issue came and smacked us on the ass, closed things up. People got sick. Some people died. Some people got sick. Nonetheless, people felt depression. People, people felt anxiety. And a whole big social turnaround has been going on. Now, when I look at this budget, from what I read of it, it's really nothing of federal budget of bullshit. What else can I say? And now you've got the war going in Ukraine. There's hints and allegations of World War III beginning to start because of how aggressive Russia is and how aggressive the Ukraines are towards the And we keep hearing and seeing about aid and sanctions, aid and sanctions. And yet this country has been through one hell of a roll. Okay. Now, a little bird told me that the parliamentarians got themselves another raise come 1st of April. So they've had the better part of, uh, you know, nine days to relish in their raise. Now, I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. 
I know last April they did and the April before they did, you know, and if there's any parliamentarians listening to this and watching this right now, I don't care if you give to charity or not. The point being the honorable thing to do would have been to say no to any kind of raise and get the work done. And I don't care where you sit on the fence or what party you're with. Okay. This whole country has witnessed our parliament take a lot of breaks. And for what? Don't tell me about safety or work safety. Just sheer F and fucking laziness. You know, there I said it. I said the F bomb. Oh my God, please, please don't persecute me. Don't. Which brings me to another point, too, that while this budget is being analyzed and dictated and scrutinized, which it should be, okay, the powers that be are still trying to push the whole C10, C11 bill. And I'll leave links in my description for that uh, for you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, watching the video and all that, and uh, to check it for yourself. Basically, C10 and C11 are bills that were similar to C36 that came out last year before the federal election, where they want to make sure that there's more Canadian content being available. The big wigs, big providers such as YouTube, uh, Netflix, and all that promotes a lot of Canadian content. Uh, but what I understand of uh, C10 and C11, along with the budget, uh, they, they want to promote Canadian content but in between the lines, they want to promote Canadian content that suits them because they're still really high on this hate speech thing, right? And uh, this whole uh, digital uh, you know, harm that they're coming up with. Now, Pierre Polyev did a speech there in Vancouver. Uh, you can find the link in Rebel Media. I'll put that uh, link in the description too, where he actually talks about how the CRTC is willing to hire a digital harm commissioner or a digital uh, harm um, overseer, basically, someone who will analyze all the content. That's if the CRTC gets in charge of what you and I do on this uh, on this platform. And he or she will analyze which is deemed harmful or not. Now, I may be speckling here, ladies and gentlemen, but that's very, very 1984, is it not? Is that not uh, very 1984-ish? Hmm? I would say so, right? Now, I've said some bad words in my show, and I've made some accusations to people, and I've said some terrible, terrible things. And has it been really hateful? You know? You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's garbage that's being promoted to us by these leaders every day that makes it harder and harder and harder not to be hateful. Okay? So when you hear something about a digital harm uh, uh, commander or commissioner, whatever, what exactly is that? So that's a made-up job, no doubt. So someone's going to get paid the big bucks to sit and analyze everything that I say, that you say, this person says, or that person says, and still worry about if it's legitimate Canadian content or not. You know, right here, I, I'm pretty sure I'm full of Canadian content. Even the flags behind me here, too, uh, will prove that. But uh, it, it's something to think about. And whether it's the war in Ukraine or this budget or the, the whole new hate speech, anti-hate speech platform in the name of protection, now they're talking about the environment too. So <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, this is just getting, this is just getting really, really ridiculous. It's, 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 it's just not, it's just not working out. You know, it's, no matter where I go, there's always something that's happening here. You know, um, 
the foolery just never ends. Honestly, the foolery just never ends. Right? We got a war. We've got this budget that's ridiculous. And I'll get into it. Uh, but we also got <laughs> we got these uh, people sitting around worrying about how much hatred is online. You know, that is basically it's not about hatred. It's just about what they hate you to say. You know, and our overseers and overwatchers alike will sit and dissect while getting the big bucks every year at yours and my expense. Hmm. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, back to the federal budget of bullshit, or the federal budget and its bullshit, or whatever you want to look at. It's just all garbage. Now, I'll put a link up here, and I'll read along with it, too. Interesting uh, uh, thing that came out of the Toronto Sun uh, recently, just before uh, the budget was presented. So, you know, this was actually just before that uh, uh, it was uh, put on television with Miss Freeland's blue dress and her new shoes. And that, that's what gets me, too, because everyone was worrying so much about her new bloody shoes, when how much more... Are we going to be in debt? So I'll just uh, cue it up here too for you as all, ladies and gentlemen. So you can just see it all for what it is. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll get this on the go here. But this is from the Toronto Sun, and Brian Lidley did a pretty good job. And I'll leave a link to the video uh, there too, if you'd like. I'll just share this along. And then we can read as, as it is there too. So basically, okay. On Thursday, Finance Minister Krista Freeland introduced her second federal budget since taking over the portfolio. I like how they make it sound so corporate to the portfolio. Yes. This budget, along with recent agreement between the Liberals and NDP, signal the Trudeau government will continue to expand its role in the Canadian economy, but he has yet to outline an effective plan for economic growth. Note how I've said economic growth. We have a problem getting our oil to market, but they have all this money to help things are becoming. Wait for it. From 2015 to 2019, the decline in business investment was widespread throughout the economy, and the majority of industries in Canada reduced investments in machinery, equipment, and in intellectual property and products during this period. Moreover, Canada's taxes on personal income and capital gains were higher than many of its OCD peers, which discouraged entrepreneurship, investment, and savings, weak private sector job creation was another concern for the domestic economy. Now, hasn't the Liberal government the past three years kept saying they've lifted so many people out of poverty? And yet since 2015, up until 2019, okay, they've taken away that opportunity for entrepreneurship so people can lift themselves out of poverty. But there's still a lot of people that are living foot to mouth, hand to mouth as we speak, right? So that's the thing. And they've also taxed quite a bit because I personally know some individuals who were taxed to the hoop last year and the year before based on what they earned and what they deserved. Okay. Something else. Today's budget 2022 includes plans for several new or expanded spending initiatives, such as national daycare, national pharmacare, dental care, and a host of other programs. Ottawa's expanded role in the Canadian economy financed primarily through borrowing. So you keep borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. How else do you sum it up, right? It means politicians, bureaucrats will pay a larger role in the decision-making about how the best to allocate resources and diminish the role of entrepreneurs, business owners, and private sector workers. That's a problem. It is a problem. 
because we've seen what the bureaucrats have done with all of our money so far, but wait for it. For example, data suggests that the size of the government that maximizes economic growth and social progress is roughly between 24 and 32% relative to the economy. Prior to the COVID recession, how do they say that? All government spending in Canada as a share of the economy exceeded 40%. The budget's new initiatives will increase that and move the country further and further away from the size of government associated with the strongest economic growth and social progress. So basically, it's less money, but more government. That's all it is, right? More government now not only leads to higher taxes, ding, 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 either today or in the future to pay for the new and expanded programs, but it also lower the rates of economic growth. So you have more taxes. People have to work harder, scrape what they can just to pay the bills for the federal government. Economic growth is especially important because it's the pathway to higher living standards for all Canadians. By allowing for production and more goods and services over time, economic growth leads to increases in personal incomes and provides the potential for reducing poverty and economic inequality. Now, we know how the liberal brand of this country likes to promote the whole equality thing. You can promote the equality by letting businesses start up, cutting the red tape from all this bureaucratic BS, Stop worrying about gender analysis. Stop worrying about the climate because the climate you're promoting government is a hell of a lot more devastating than a tornado or a flood or a drought. Okay? Think about that. The 1930s would be an excellent example of that. So while the finance minister reiterated the government's commitment to grow the economy, Canada is still lacking an effective plan for the economy that does not bode well for many for any well-meaning efforts to improve the quality of life for Canadians. In budget 2022, the Trudeau's government economic plan appears to involve doubling down, double, you know, the typical doing, and expanding upon the policies enacted before COVID, then hoping for the best. So promise of a kiss and a reach around, and that's all there is? Oh, that's all. That's right. The budget will balance itself. <laughs> I was way off, of course, yes. In reality, however, the government seems poised to repeat the past mistakes and dampen the Canadian economy rather than help it. Okay. And that came from Jake Fuss the, via Toronto uh, Sun. Uh, he's the Associate Director of Fiscal Studies at the Fraser Institute. So that gives you something in perspective. Okay. Something in a big perspective. I would highly suggest that you save your pennies, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, the Liberal penny pinchers and the NDP backbenchers are on their way. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Anyway, carrying on, ladies and gentlemen, with episode 168, Federal Budget and the Bullshit. Federal Budget of Bullshit. That it is indeed, too. Federal Budget of Bullshit. So basically, a lot of it was just tongue-in-cheek stuff. Now, my wife and I, when we sit and we talk about our assets, what she brings in, what I bring in, okay, we always make sure that we have something to do with it. Pay our bills and see what we can, can put aside. Now, the past two years has been tough on everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, extremely tough, okay? From people that were making 100 grand a year to people that are making maybe 25 grand a year. Okay, it is tough. And I know. There's been times in my life where I was without money, times where I was in debt, but I got sorted out and with some help, some insight, some research. I went and did something with the help of my wife, the help of my family. I got something accomplished, which is good. 
And I think a lot of us might have to go through that again come the next year. We'll have to see. I can't predict what's going to happen in the future, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to read a quote here uh, from actually CTV, uh, ironically enough. Now, I know I've, I've harped on uh, uh, mainstream media quite a bit, or bitch, <laughs> quite a bit, sorry. <laughs> but uh, there's some interesting facts here that comes from CTV. Now, there's speculation in what they're going to do. Um, they target a new spending and deficit would be projected about $52.8 billion. <clears throat> so that's added onto our trillion dollar debt too. And there's also a uh, pocketbook promises on low alcohol beer, vaping and menstrual products. Now, is that really a concern? <laughs> I tell you, they must've been riding in the streets because they couldn't get that near beer as quick and as effective as they wanted to. Oh, I tell you. Right. It doesn't look good for seniors. Right. There's a, is a balance between uh, grocery store profits and food security. I actually went shopping today and I can tell you, I got four little bags of groceries. Okay. Some bread, some meat, right. Some pet foods. And uh, the sum it all up, it cost me about $115, ladies and gentlemen, for four little bags of groceries. I'm thankful that I'm working. I'm thankful that my bills are paid this month. But that much little food, 114 bucks, right? Uh, they have promised $8 billion in new military spending, $8 billion over a period of five years, which is nothing but a slap and tickle, okay? You know, if you want to reach the military 2% that NATO requires, you're going to need at least $25 billion over the next two years, to say the least. Okay, but that was just a hearsay. No, that was nothing. The housing supply gets 10 billion boost. Feds add measures to curb speculation. So they're not going to curb the ridiculous prices and the ridiculous demands. They're just going to curb speculation. So more money wasted. Okay. And there's speculation too about foreign home buyers that buy property in Canada and just leave it, you know, or they flip it or they renew it and then they sell it for a ridiculous price. Okay. If you're smart about flipping a house, you can, it can be very, very lucrative too. But we'll see. You know, they also rejig a $15 billion towards business investment fund, right? And you know, they're bragging about raising big taxes on big banks and life insurance companies. Now, I doubt they're really going to impact the big banks because it was them that told the big banks to freeze accounts of people that were at the Freedom Convoy. So do the math, okay? Right? And this is this is my favorite one here. $2.6 billion carbon capture tax credit. The carbon capture tax credit for the energy sector. So the energy sector is hurting right now. They can't get their stuff to market. But here, we'll give you a little, little tickle if you capture the carbon to save the world. <clears throat> Crack don't smoke itself, right? But they're also pledging another $500 million in military aid to Ukraine plus humanitarian help. Now, I'm all for humanitarian help too, but when it looks like it's screwing our country, maybe we should just step back a bit and look at what it's going to cost us in the long run, right? Uh, let's see. I just, I found this, the end of this article just hilarious. And I'll leave a link in the, in the, uh, <laughs> in the description, but uh this is from the Canadian press on the, on the 7th of April, two days ago. 
And speaking Wednesday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that the budget will show the country's debt remains affordable with the debt declining over the coming years as a percentage of the national economy. I, I don't get what that means. Um, <laughs> that's right. The budget will balance itself. Okay. So <laughs> I'll say this again. Speaking Wednesday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said the budget would show the country's debt remains affordable. Okay. Affordable for who exactly? Maybe for you and your little entourage. Uh, but for myself, wife, family, everyone in our group. Everyone working right now, right? The debt would be declining over the coming years as percentage of the national economy. Okay. So in order to get the debt down, should we not be selling products? Should we not be selling um, oil? <gasps> Interesting. Should we not be selling natural gas? <gasps> yes. Yes. And there's an idea too. The project off the coast of Newfoundland is a go apparently. <clears throat> but we won't see anything out of that until at least 2025, 2026, right? Just before they try to reach that 30%, you know, they want to carbon capture, right? When they're trying to force everybody to get uh, electric cars and electric e-bikes and scooters and pixie dust and fairy farts. Oh my, what fun we're going to have. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this content all around your social media platforms. Help us independent folk get our algorithm up and running so you'll see other independent broadcasters such as myself, Daniel Boardman, True North, Rebel News, uh, my friends from Britain, friends from the States, all independent voices out there. So please click like, subscribe, share this comment in con con content all over the place if you can too. And we carry on again with the whole um, federal budget of bullshit. How else do I have to say it, ladies and gentlemen? Is the budget going to benefit you and me, your neighbors, your friends, right? How is it going to benefit the mom and pop shop that just barely made it by the past two years? How is it going to benefit the small trucking firm down the road? How is it going to benefit the beef farmer? How is it going to benefit the dairy farmer? How is it going to benefit the actual coal miners, or silver miners, or nickel miners. How is it going to benefit? Now, there is some talk about how they're going to make sure that these resources are looked after because a lot of these mines are going to be used for the new green ideas. Lithium for the electric cars. Some copper, too, for the electric cars. Silver, nickel for the electric cars and conduits that go into things like our cell phones and stuff, right? Things we take for granted every day. Things like this microphone, like this 2K, right? Things like that. But here's my suggestion. How about we put emphasis on the oil and gas? There's an idea. Bring some money into this country. Oh, let's give Europe a hand. Yes. Let's bring our oil and gas to the European market. Let's, let's not wait for the Newfoundland project to get up and running to employ Newfoundlanders and Labradorians alike. But let's get the oil here in Alberta 
flowing and rocking and rolling and give it to some of our Asian markets and give it to our European allies and friends alike. Help them along so that they don't have to rely on dirty Nigerian oil and dirty Saudi oil for 10 bucks a barrel because they still lock people's hot heads off in Saudi Arabia. And they still they still mutilate people in Nigeria. You know, gentle mutilation, you know the story about that, right? That kind of crap. But I guess because it's cheap, you know, it's economically sound, right? Yeah, wrong, okay? It's time now we start putting emphasis on our resources and our productivity. It's not hard. You know, the only problem is that you get all this red tape in the way. And of course, gender analysis and environmental analysis and carbon tax, carbon tax. With the way they're going to spend money on the national daycare program, national pharmacare, national dental care, taxes are going up. That's it. Right? Not a lot of people are working. A lot of people just got behind their businesses. So when they hire new people, where they see a, a moment to hire new people, they're going to have to increase another tax. So there'll be more payroll tax, of course. Right? So they can talk the big show about, oh, we're going to tax big banks. No, because big banks did everything you said when it came to Freedom Convoy, like I mentioned earlier. So no, we, we don't buy that. So really, this budget was nothing but smoke and mirrors, ladies and gentlemen. Waste of time, right? A waste of time. Look at this picture. Regardless of what I added to it, you know, it will balance itself, as I said before. Of course, Justin's sitting there trying to sell a shit sandwich to, uh, <laughs> to a submarine crowd. And of course, Miss Freeland. And you like my shoes? Like, do you ever see how she tilts her head? Honestly, like every time she's addressing something or she's speaking, she's always had to tilt her head. It's not a very compromising photo of both of them, to be honest with you. Right? It isn't. But when you sit there and when I try to watch what I could of the budget without puking, okay, I was not impressed because it was basically just ad lib, if anything. What kind of research did they put into this? What are the long-term effects of what is going to happen? More taxes and more debt, right? There's still a question of uh, how many millions of dollars that have not been spent in the so-called infrastructure bank that was supposed to build some bridges and roads for this country. Where's that money, right? Was there not so many billions of dollars a lot of the we scandal? Thankfully, it wasn't spent. Hopefully, maybe, we don't know. But where'd that go, right? Like they're coming up with these ideas to spend and spend and spend and spend and then tax and tax and tax and hope everything will just work out fine because we all know how the budget will balance itself. It won't. Right? Here, I'll show you a little trick. Here's my wallet, okay? In my wallet is what I allow myself every day to carry as cash. Balance. Pretty stupid, isn't it? Well, that is what our federal government believes is balancing the budget. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Those are the same people believe, too, that... Uh, uh, the new green economy, the new green technology is going to save us. And I've posed this question numerous times in my episodes before, ladies and gentlemen. 
What propositions, what kind of tenders, what kind of viable solutions have they put on the table for the Canadian consumer? Now, I've seen the results of wind power. It's ridiculous. You're not creating enough wattage to power a town. I've seen the results of solar power. It looks pretty, lots of mirrors on the ground, but it sucks during the wintertime because they have to be maintained, be brushed off, right? So the sun can get on them. And some of them get damaged because of the extreme cold that we have in parts of our country throughout the winter months. And I'm talking minus 35 Celsius, some cases minus 45 Celsius, not to mention the wind chill that can freeze your face in a matter of minutes, right? But they swear by it, right? Are they promoting self-sufficiency, right? There's schematics out there you can find online on how to create your own wind turbine through, through a fan, I think through a home cooling fan. You can create your own turbine and create enough electricity to run your household, right? There's schematics out there where you can purchase parts to build a generator to generate your own electricity with minimal fuel, right? There's schematics out there where you can have your own battery pack. We can generate enough electricity to keep your house warm and comfortable through the long winter months. Why aren't they encouraging that? Why aren't they encouraging a tax credit if you do this? You spend $5,000 on doing something like that, we'll give you three quarters of it back. That would be incentive, eh? And when it comes to these gas prices, carbon tax, carbon tax, basically carbon tax is nothing but punishment for being sufficient, for wanting to go to work, for wanting to take your kids to hockey or taking your loved one to a movie or a dinner or something, right? That's just a cash grab. We know the con when it comes to carbon tax. It's all bullshit, right? I'd be impressed if they actually put some incentive in the budget stating what I just mentioned. You want to be self-sufficient? You want to save the environment? Show us your ideas. We'll help you out. There's an idea for incentive. There's a good way to spend money. Put it back into your country. Rather than keep buying, buying these programs that a majority of people might just even abuse too. But is this national daycare going to come to fruition? Is the national pharmacare going to come to fruition? Right? The national dentistry going to come to fruition? No, it's not. It was just wordplay and hearsay to keep Yagmeet Singh happy and employed and his parliamentarians employed to look like they're actually doing something sufficient. But you and I know better. They're not. And when it comes to military spending, like I mentioned in my last episode, it's been a joke for the past 50 years. Now, there was a slight increase during the Harper years because you got the Globemaster aircrafts ready to rock, right? And there was some incentive for some off-road vehicles that we had overseas. Things were getting done. We needed something, we got it, which was great. You know, but then when the war ended, spending went down again and incentives went down again. And what gets me too is that some of the brass and some of the bureaucracy at the time couldn't figure out for the life of them why people want to leave the military. Well, I just don't get it. Because you don't care about it. Right? Just like you don't care about the taxpayers. You don't care about the First Nations. Your bottom line is you care about the control you're trying to promote. Okay? So with your raises and your perks that you have as parliamentarians, basically you just threw together a, a bullshit budget. What, what else does it have to stand on other than your, your bullshit and your virtue? Okay. I, I remember that morning, that Thursday morning, 
the biggest news was, oh, here comes the budget. But Miss Freeland's buying new shoes because it's a tradition. Not that it really fucking matters. But why is there such emphasis on what the hell the woman's wearing? Why can't you worry about what the fuck they're doing? Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this all around. Don't forget to comment, too, especially my YouTube channel, my Rumble channel, and my Brighteen channels as well. I just updated my Amazon page, so you can find the podcast on Amazon as well. So you can find my podcast on YouTube, Brighteen, Amazon, and Rumble, too, ladies and gentlemen. And if you do get a chance, please check out my host page, Podbean. I'd like to get some more downloads on that too. So you can just download the podcast and listen at your leisure, whether you're at work or working out or having fun or just mind your business, want to hear some background noise. Check me out on Podbean as well, crustyconduct.podbean.com uh, for all my podcasts there as well. Let's see. Yeah. Episode 168, 168 episodes. Wow. <sighs> Keep a rocking and rolling, I say too. Now, I was going to have a live stream this Tuesday. Again, but I have some other appointments to look after too. I try to get all my administration and the podcast and everything done during my days off. So there won't be a live stream, but there will be another episode up and running Tuesday. So there'll be two episodes for you all out there. And I want to say a special thank you out there to my newest subscribers. I've seen my list go up on YouTube. Thank you very much. I am just flabbergasted. I'm up to 9,000 plus now. Thank you. Once again out there, give yourselves a big round of applause. Uh, for the endeavors of actually, you know, enjoying the Krusty Ant podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. I appreciate that as well. <laughs> like I say, keep sharing, liking, subscribing, all that too. I also have merchandise. So I think once I hit the 10,000 mark on the tube, I can actually put some advertising on my page there. But please check it out at your leisure. Now, I know I said last episode, use the code FPV, get 15% off. There was a mishmash there. There's no percentage off. I'm working on trying to get some discounts for you all out there. But please check out my Krusty Canuck uh, gear page at customizedgirl.com. I got t-shirts. I got hats. I got swimsuits. got gitch. There's bikini tops. There's also flasks, mugs. A lot of Krusty Canuck paraphernalia. And choose at your leisure and spread it all around. Buy some Krusty Canuck swagger today. Support my podcast. And if you do like and hear what you see and you want to support me financially, there'll be links there too to where to support the podcast through my Patreon page on Podbean, through PayPal, and through the Buy Me Coffee app. So please use that too. I'm getting rid of my Patreon page. If anyone sees my Patreon link, um, I'm just not really impressed with them. They like to censor people, so I'm not for censorship. 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 I can't speak English today. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to try to get rid of that unless they can convince me to stay. But if you want to support me financially, please, you can use the Patreon page on my Podbean account. PayPal, and buy me a coffee app too. Okay, so every little bit helps as well. I like to make this a full-time commitment. I would love to do my podcast every other day or every day of the week if I could, you know, but that's going to take people like you and your friends and the people you share this with uh, to make that happen for me too. So please consider that today as well. Anyway, carry on again with episode 168 and everyone's favorite subject so far today. Federal budget of bullshit i know it sounds kind of like the whole uh, polar vortex of bullshit uh, but there won't be a polar vortex of bullshit in this episode 
Um, you know, my apologies there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I've actually had a couple of emails the past weeks, past couple of weeks saying, Krusty, we want to hear more of your polar vortex of bullshit. Great show, Krusty. You know, yeah, but we want to hear more of that. But it's just a matter of, uh, you know, timing, right? <laughs> so uh, hopefully this Tuesday's episode, I'll try to get more uh, polar vortex of bullshit out there for you. But needless to say, uh, carrying on. This budget's garbage. How else? How else do I? How else do I say it? From just a blue-collar guy who spent time serving his country, who's paid his share of taxes, who's overcome some pretty nasty obstacles, and I'm here today because of overcoming those obstacles. I am not impressed with this budget. What say you? Right? Leave me a comment uh, during this broadcast and let me know how you feel. Or send me an email, crustybcanuck67 at gmail.com. Tell me how you feel. You know, I'll leave the uh, email right here on the bottom of the screen. Right right here on the red. You can see that. So send me an email. Tell me how you feel. Send me a compliment. Send me some hate mail. Whatever. I'll read it in the next episode if you like. You know, but uh, I'd like to know. I want my audience out there to reach out to me. So tell me how you guys feel. And uh, I have an apology to make too, ladies and gentlemen. I've posted something on my Facebook page and uh, there's a friend of mine that was bombarded. Now I don't believe in mentioning anyone's name in my circle on my, unless I have their permission to do so, but man, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry that you were bombarded with some comments. And I'd like to remind people too, that if I post something on my pages, whether it's my personal page or the Krusty Nut page and people get into a debate, then keep it as a debate. Okay. Keep it civil to the best of your ability. Now, there's one thing getting angry and typing, one thing getting nasty and typing. Okay, but when you start calling someone names, giving someone a hard time, okay, unless they're a communist, right? It, it just takes takes the fun out of the actual dialogue. So I'll say this again, ladies and gentlemen. If I post something and a conversation is instigated because of it, try to keep the comments civil as possible, Okay. I don't care if you swear. I don't care if you jibber jab, joke, whatever. That's fine. But when you start insulting total strangers just because they have an opinion on something, then that makes us look no better than those clowns in Ottawa. Okay? So once again, out there to DB, I am sorry that you felt the way you did. Okay? My apologies. No. It was based on an article on government-assisted suicide. And I have an issue with that. Okay. It's one thing if someone is terminally ill. It's another thing if someone has, let's say, dementia or Alzheimer's and someone who has their power of attorney has the power to determine whether they live or die. That's a different story. But when it comes to government assisting someone who has depression or anxiety, that's a different picture because I myself suffer through depression and anxiety. And I can tell you the last thing that my family would ever want was the government to step in and to take me out. So that's something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want a link uh, to that story from the National Post, please let me know and I'll gladly send you that link. It's quite disturbing. Uh, but uh, once again, I'm sorry, DB, that you had to go through that. My apologies, that was not my intention, right? And to the individuals out there that like to engage on my profile, and pose questions. And if you want to debate me, debate me all you want, okay? But I don't tolerate communists. I don't. And I can see it coming a mile away, right? 
So you know, I got zero tolerance for commie BS, right? Because I studied communism in high school. I saw the results of it. And I've talked to people that have survived Eastern Bloc communism. So don't try to butter me up a shit sandwich you call the submarine when it comes to communism with me because I won't give you the time of fucking day, right? And some of you individuals already know who you are too. So when you're sitting there with the comfort that everything has been handed to you, that cost somebody something. And obviously it hasn't cost you much because you take it for granted. So something to think about, right? But once again, you can also find me on Podbean, Rumble, Brighton, and Amazon too. Please download the podcast and check me out today and check out my swagger too. Anyway, carrying on with more of the episode 168 of everyone's favorite, favorite subject, the federal budget of bullshit. What's going to happen in the next six months, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm? Is there going to be an actual fluctuation of the economy helping us out? Are people going to be working again? Are people going to be out there thriving in the construction industry, the oil industry? You know, if they want to give $2.6 billion to carbon capture, are they going to invest $4.8 billion into bringing our oil to market? That would be an idea. That would be a real good idea. Huh? Are they going to invest more money in proper technology to give you, myself, your friends, my friends, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on and so on, to show innovations for self-sufficiency? Are they? I don't think so. No, because that, that, they, they can't make any money out of doing that, right? Because they're better off making money out of you and me. Oh, that's right. And when they don't have any more money, then they'll just go to the mint and grind and print some more and print some more and pay off their debts and pay off their debts. And before you know, by the time I'm 85 years old, maybe half that debt would be paid off. Huh? Maybe. <laughs> Not fucking likely. Anyway, that has been my podcast. For 9th of April, 2022. All I can say, ladies and gentlemen, is that we, let's hope we can find some light in the infinite this manufactured darkness. Let's hope we can find some common sense somewhere out there when it comes to our leadership in this country. I know there's a big upheaval here in Alberta with Jason Kenny being um, reviewed for his leadership. And I'm kind of disappointed in Kenny. Really. I'm really disappointed in the man. I thought he'd do some good. In a way, he did. He got rid of the Motley Notleys, but in the same sense, he also imprisoned some innocent people, which I think is a big no-no. And considering one of the people he imprisoned was a guest I had on the Thursday Fastball there last year. Some of you might remember it. Check out my live stream since when I had a, a conversation with Arthur Pulowski, a priest extraordinaire who actually goes out of his way to help the less fortunate, feeds the homeless, and preaches a good, a good positive message. And you don't have to be Christian. You don't have to be a religious person to accept this man for what he is. He's just a good around, all around nice guy, you know? And uh, he was treated like crap by the system. So please check out my live streams if you can there, ladies and gentlemen, in regards to uh, Artur Pulowski. And uh, you know, let's hope we can find some light in this garbage, you know? And please take some time to check out some of our independent folks in this country as well, too. Uh, I know a lot of my American friends are fans of the Rebel. I like the Rebel, too. I've met Ezra Levant. Nice guy. I briefly, I briefly had a conversation with Ms. Sheila Gunn-Reed uh, back in October, I think, 2019. So, 
and we've met online too during one of our uh, live shows when I was with Adam Danny Mazze on his live stream. Uh, needless to say, just down-to-earth, blue-collar people. Check out True North. Check out Daniel Boardman, Greg Wycliffe. Check out Diverge Media. And anybody else that strikes your fancy, they might have a different opinion. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I do a pretty good job myself. You know, gotcha. But uh, <laughs> do your best uh, to research it, to, to find things out, and formulate your own decision. You know, Russell Brand, a British comedian, silly guy, the guy who was married to Katy Perry, He's actually got a pretty good channel on there, too. So check his stuff out, too. And a uh, big shout-out to Hammerhead Garage. Got out of Nova Scotia. Fellow veteran, too. He puts on a good live stream once in a while. So check out his stuff as well. I'll leave a link in the description for you to follow. Check out Hammerhead Garage and Fork and Torch Society. I leave a link in my description all the time. You know, just check out other people and other opinions, too. These guys aren't racist. They're not bigots. They're not misogynists. They're not climate deniers. They're just real down-to-earth people who present some viable and real solutions for you, the consumer, the patriot, the Canadian, the father, the mother, the dancer, whatever you identify. Viable solutions submitted for your approval too. So when you get a chance to do that, please check it out too. And I'll leave a link to a podcast I did uh, by a fellow of Deo Talk there. Deo Talk, sorry. A nice guy out of New Jersey. We had a nice little chat there. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'll leave a link to his work as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's just a down-to-earth guy from Jersey who does some really incredible things. Uh, Blue-collar aficionado. And I found him on one of his links, and he was looking for guests on his show. And uh, basically, I volunteered, and we had a nice little talk just about life. And uh, yeah, that's it, his dio talk there, so... You can find me in episode 66 of his podcast, 66, sorry, of his podcast. And we just talk about life and politics and all that good stuff. Uh, he throws in his American perspective. I throw my Canadian perspective. But that's for you to decide, ladies and gentlemen. So by all means, I'll leave a link uh, in my description for you guys to follow that too. Anyway, like I said, this is the 9th of April, 2022. A beautiful spring day. It was kind of windy in our area, but uh, you know, got things tied down. Like I said, those groceries cost me $115. Four bags of little groceries, and it wasn't much. Maybe a couple of days of food with, you know, tops and just some other items. But uh, something to think about. So when this budget hits us right in the chunk, let's uh, let's throw that chunk back, shall we? Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can to help each other out in these trying times. I know things might be tough for all of us, but uh, we shall persevere and overcome. And uh, let's remember Vimy Ridge too. Uh, this day. Back in 1917, Canadians kicked ass and took names in the name of uh, the king and the empire in the name of Canada to fight the German onslaught at Vimy Ridge. So salute to those gentlemen that laid their asses on the line and uh, who created history for this wonderful country we call Canada. Anyway, I hope you do well. I hope wish and I hope and wish for nothing but good things for you all out there. We shall persevere and we shall find light at the end of this manufactured darkness. Anyway, I've been Krusty Canuck. Hope for the best. Do what you can. Help each other out in these trying times. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you. It's probably Tuesday. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are.
been another episode of the Krusty Canuck podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck podcast. Mama said I had a face for radio. <laughs>